These texts that deal with the end of the life of Jesus are powerful, at times confusing, yet show us even the geological effect of the death of Jesus on the world. We also hear the final words of Jesus, a true cry of dereliction and his control of even the time of his own death. Jesus, even until the end, was a servant of God, was willing to go to the grave for us, and was willing to carry the weight of the sin of the world on his shoulders. We have read this story so many times that the details are lost on us. As you read again in preparation for the sermon, what do you think the important details are? How thick the curtain was? How many priests it took to open it? Whether or not it was a hyssop bush or branch that brought the sponge with the sour wine to Jesus? Do they all mean something? Or are some simply details that should be noted but not made much of? I have a tendency to believe that every word that is in Scripture has some purpose. We don't want to allegorize every detail. That wouldn't be good biblical scholarship. But we do want to make sure we are wringing every bit of purpose and meaning out of the text that God seemed fitting for us to have. So as we approach these texts, let us make sure that we take the time and care to understand the most important parts. For me, the most important sections have to do with the words of Jesus, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, with the tearing of the curtain and of the earthquake. These three things are what we will probably focus the most on in the text. These things teach us the true doubt and struggle and sacrifice that Jesus made for us, the visual metaphor that reminds us that nothing separates us from God, and it also reminds us of the power of Jesus even over the earth and how it grieves for the loss of Jesus as well. As we study these texts and take the time to understand their importance, think about how you might worship God today because of the sacrifice he made for you. If you can focus and spend time in prayer thinking about the moment of his death, its meaning, and its power, our worship will be even more palpable in his presence than ever. Here are some questions to go along with this week's sermon. How do you respond to losing someone you love? What does it mean to no longer have any separation between you and God? Have you ever thought about Jesus' cry of desolation before? What were your thoughts? What does that cry mean to you now? Did you ever think that Jesus might not have been able to see out of the grave from his vantage point on the cross, and that he might have been going to the grave for you without the recognition that he was coming back? Does that change what his sacrifice means to you? How many times have you read this text before this week? Why do you think Matthew put in the section about the resurrected saints? What can we do with that? Would you be interested in studying more about these occurrences?